Welcome to Camp Pearls. It's a good day to have a great day podcast. Be sure to join us for weekly episodes. Now, here's Brother Don. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to It's a Good Day to Have a Great Day. It is our prayer that you are having some great days as you fix your eyes on the author and the finisher of our faith, the Lord Jesus Christ himself. We're convinced that every day really can be a great day. We are encouraged at Count Pearl Ministries here, having just witnessed another wonderful weekend with our SWAT team. SWAT is an acronym that stands for Servants, Worthy, and True. And this year, there are 28 students who are working with Doug McBride as he seeks to get them to understand what Jesus meant when he said the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many, teaching these students what service to the Lord is all about, discipling them with their head, hands, and heart to be servants of the Lord. This weekend, we're looking forward to having our kids weekend, those students who are currently in the second through the fifth grades. It's going to be a great weekend. Lots of things are planned. These students, some perhaps who've never spent an overnight at Camp Pearl, get to test the waters to see what a full week of summer camp would be like by spending a weekend with us. We hope that you encourage your children or their friends to come join us this weekend, February the 23rd and the 24th, Friday at 5 through Saturday at 1, for a great weekend together. And then our ladies are looking forward the following weekend, March the 1st and the 2nd, for having their annual ladies weekend together. It's always a fun time when those gals get together. We're enjoying having our classes operating every Tuesday night from 6 until around 9. Our Zoom class has worked well as we have about five students who are joining the others who meet in Classroom A here at Camp Pearl for two courses, one on Bibliology and the other on New Testament Survey. It really isn't too late to get involved. We've met twice thus far, and you can catch up quickly if you join us, but you need to do so now. Just go to www.camppearl.com, and there on our website, you can find all the information you need for all of these events and more. Let me ask you a question today. Do you want to please God? Now, I'm thoroughly convinced that everyone who is listening to this little podcast would answer affirmatively, well, yes, of course I want to please God. Well, I join with you on that one. But have we ever thought about what it would take to please God? I find it interesting. There is an Old Testament example that's recorded in the New Testament book of Hebrews in chapter 11. I'm sure you know that chapter as the great hall of fame of faith in Hebrews 11, recording the different ones who lived and died in faith. One stands out to me by the name of Enoch. He was one of the ones with Elijah who never experienced physical death. He just walked with God and was no more. 
he was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. And then these words, for before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Could that be our testimony today, that we please God? Well, surely that is my daily desire to please him every day. But what does it take to please him? What pleases the Father? It's interesting that the very next verse in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, says that, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. Well, there is certainly one element that I know pleases God, and that is faith. For if we don't have faith, we can't please God. And it's interesting that the writer of Hebrews in chapter 11 and verse 1 gives us a good definition of, of what faith really is. Now he says faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So there it is. Faith is something that we cannot touch, smell, taste, or see, but we can we can believe it. In fact, it's interesting that the very world was created by faith. He says that in this same chapter, that God framed the world by the word of his mouth, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Faith, that's what it takes to please God. So Enoch, apparently, with the other things that he did in his life, must have had faith. He just simply believed God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. Let me give you a couple of things that I've jotted down that we should do in regards to our faith. And that is, we must come to him by faith. When we approach God, we approach him by faith. Now, I will be the first to confess to you that it's difficult to speak with someone who doesn't audibly speak back to you. It takes some discipline to do that. But just because he doesn't have a physical body doesn't mean he's not a real being, for most truly he is. Of the triunity of the Godhead, God the Father and God the Spirit do not have physical bodies. Only God the Son, the second person of the Godhead, does. But even though we can't see him, we can know him, for most certainly he has revealed himself to us. And when we come to him, we must come to him by Faith. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Ephesians, chapter 2, beginning in verse 8, says, For it is by grace that we are saved, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. What is the means by which this grace is evidenced and exercised? Through faith. For by grace are you saved through faith. 
I come to him in faith. And this is what he, God, wants me to believe about him when I approach him. And that is that his son, Jesus, died a death that I should have died, was buried a burial that I should have been buried, and he rose again to have victory over physical death and sin. So that when I put my trust in that truth, I stop trying to have a relationship with God, and I simply trust to have that relationship. That faith or trust has an object, and the object is the death, burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. So much so that the Apostle Paul could say in his last letter to his young son in the faith by the name of Timothy, he said in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12, For I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. The Apostle Paul knew that his faith was in safe keeping with the God of promise because the Apostle Paul trusted, believed by faith in what Jesus did for him. So we're to come to God by faith in Jesus Christ alone. But I think it's interesting that not only does God want us to come to him by faith, but he also wants us to live with him in faith. He wants us to live with him in faith, for that is what it takes to please God. And I find in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 that Paul speaks of that truth when he talks about being absent from this physical body or being present with him. In other words, when I die, my spirit is separated from my body. And if I have believed in Jesus as my Savior, that I go immediately into his presence. He says in verse 9 of 2 Corinthians 5, Therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. There it is. He wants to be pleasing to the Lord. And I do that by living a life of faith. He said earlier that we are to walk by faith and not by sight. I find it interesting that many Christians, unfortunately, just do the opposite. That is, we walk by sight and not by faith. But that's not what he says in verse 6 of 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7. He says, beginning in verse 6, So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. And then verse 7, For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So then we make it our aim, whether we are present, that is, living in this earthly body, or absent, that is, once we're gone, to be pleasing to him. There it is for the Apostle Paul. His desire was to live life pleasing to the Lord, whether in this life in his body or 
after he died, when he stood before the Lord Jesus as a believer, a Christian, at the judgment seat of Christ, when the Lord Jesus examines not whether or not we should get into heaven, but what kind of rewards we will receive having gone to heaven and then going into the kingdom. He will evaluate what we've done with what we had. And the Apostle Paul's desire was that he may hear these words, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. So what does it take for God to be pleased? Well, it takes faith. This attitude and outlook of just believing what God said to be true, and then because I believe it, I can confidently obey it. That is what he says for me to do. I find it interesting in Matthew chapter 8 that the Lord Jesus marveled. He was absolutely floored and amazed at something. It was about someone who was not an Israelite. He was not one of the priests. He was a Roman centurion, and he had a servant who was sick, paralyzed, and a lot of pain. And he came to Jesus, and he asked Jesus that he, Jesus, might heal him. And interestingly, the Lord said, well, I will go and heal him. And the centurion stopped him and said, uh, please, you don't even need to go to my house, for I too am a man of authority. I've considered who you are and what you're able to do. I say to this man who is under my authority, do this and he will do it. Go there and he will go. Come here and he will come. I only ask that you speak the word and my servant will be healed. And it's interesting that the Lord Jesus responded to those who were following him. I have not seen such faith in all of Israel. He marveled at his faith. Do you want to wow God? Do you want to please him? I know you do. And I join with you in that. Then if so, I would encourage you Come to him in faith and then live with him by faith. It is faith that pleases God. And when we have that faith, then we act on that which we know to be true. For we can be guaranteed that he will never leave us in the wrong direction. He will never lead us astray. Come to him by faith. Live with him in faith, and in so doing, please God today. Father, how thankful I am that we know what it takes to please you. But I confess that there are times that we don't always do what it takes to please you because we don't do it in faith. I pray today that you would increase our faith. And I pray, Father, that in so doing, we would have a life filled with faith, that we would be known as the faithful to you, and in so doing, that we can have a great day. 
This I thank you for, in the name of Jesus, my Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We would love for you to share this with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. To learn more about Camp Pearl Ministries or to help support this podcast and other gospel outreach, visit us online at camppearl.com. We pray you have a great day today, right now, in the life only Jesus can give.